When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. To another edition of Football Full Circle. Mike Blewett, George Gertz, taking around the world of the NFL this hour and updating on the latest stories, news, notes, everything else uh, that's uh, coming out these days. Obviously, we're going to look for, we're going to continue to look for uh, new lines that are released. I think the NFL has done a pretty good job, uh, FanDuel rather, has done a pretty good job of getting the NFL lines up. There's been a lot for us to talk about. I think we've hit on just about every topic. I think after we go through our team previews, which we've done a couple of times over, uh, we'll continue to do that again, break down different awards, see if our minds have changed, who uh, can provide some value on individual awards or divisions and playoffs. I think we've tried to do that throughout this process, but we'll continue to do it now. Uh, But George, the story of the day, a story that really happened, blew up this week, was Jamal Adams. The Jamal Adams story seems like it's coming to a head in New York. Manish Mehta from the New York Daily News had an exclusive interview with him. And as you can see here from this tweet, uh, an experienced GM and absentee head coach in a web of bizarre broken promises that fractured trust between the Jets and their all-pro safety. So let you comment first, and then I'll get into the specifics of the article. You know, my first thought was, Mike, that I was surprised this came out on Friday. You know, Friday's usually a news dump, right? So I was surprised it was more of a Sunday featured column for uh, the Daily News, or even Monday, for that matter. Uh, I mean, listen, I do take it with somewhat of a grain of salt. We know Jamal Adams wants to get paid, and he pretty much wants to get out of there. So he's going to say some things that may or may not be true, or maybe he's extending the truth. I don't know. You know, so I do wonder that there. But, I mean, he tortures everybody. I mean, he pretty much burns down the organization here, and he's not all wrong. Even if he is exaggerating something, he's not all wrong. We've heard these, oh, we've heard rumors about this before. We're not surprised by this. I do wonder now is, does this push the Jets towards trading him or making more of an effort to trade him? I mean, we've heard they've come out and they said, hey, if the right deal comes along, we'll move him. Of course you will. 
Yeah. If I offer you four, 14 number one picks, you're going to move the guy. But does this now make them more proactive rather than, we'll, ah, we'll wait to see what we hear? Yeah. So I think it's fair to say that this is absolutely a one-sided story. This is Adam's version of the events. Uh, Douglas and Gase refused to comment for this uh, particular article. Perhaps they have a different side of events, but there's some compelling stories in here that make you think twice about doubting him. So Adams confirmed to the Daily News on Thursday that the Jets GM, Joe Douglas, had indeed conveyed his willingness to move the team's best player if the right deal prevents itself after intense acrimony this offseason. However, the Jets still have not given Adams camp permission to discuss trade parameters with interested teams. That's part one. Let's get into a couple of the weird things. He's saying it's mixed feelings. He loves the Jets fans. He's really effusive with his praise for the Jets and the fans in particular. But it is specifically regarding what he feels were, uh, as put in the article here, prevarications regarding the, uh, the process of trying to get a new deal done. And it seems as if there are many situations here. Well, first of all, he blows up Adam Gase. He says he doesn't address the team. Bob in the locker room, he lets another coach address it. He doesn't feel like he's the guy, that he's the right leader for this organization to reach the promised land. Those are all quotes. Uh, but really where it broke down was the Joe Douglas stuff. In January, Douglas told Adams Camp that he would go to ownership management to initiate the process to craft a first proposal for a contract extension. Seemed promising. No proposal. Weeks later, no progress. Then he says, well, let's get together at the Combine. Different things are said. Uh, we want Jamal to be a jet for life, was said publicly. Then it continues to get to the point where there's still no proposal. It's, well, let's talk after the draft. And then it becomes, well, we really want to make sure that you're committed to being a Jet and that you're a football first guy. He's an all pro. He's the best player on the team. Everybody says he works his tail off. And now they have strung it along. Whether Douglas couldn't get the money from ownership or not, he was not honest, it seems, by this version of the events, with Adams all along saying, hey, I'm having a really hard time. I want to pay you. I can't get the money right now. There. He just feels lied to, and I actually understand, if this is all true, why he would feel that way. Yeah, and no, that, I wrote, actually wrote that down here. Feels lied to, right? Because that's what he feels. He feels like he, uh, at the very they things have been dishonest. Now, I do think uh, Jamal has to realize, yes, he may have been lied to, but Douglas is not going to go, listen, I wanted to pay you, but ownership said no. He's, they're going to protect the ownership. That's what they do. If, he, if, if Douglas were to say that, he'd be fired, right? I mean, his job as a GM is to take the bullets, what he's got to do here. So it may be that, uh, you know, Johnson said no. For whatever reason, they said no. I don't think they would, because why would you? I don't think they're not football people, right? Because I keep going, once again, safety doesn't get paid on defense on a lot of teams. But that's not going to come from ownership. And ownership's not going to say, don't pay for safety. They're not football people. That would come from the GM who doesn't believe in paying a safety or paying the running back on offense. So I, I find, kind of find that interesting there. About you also have three top 10 players in that draft that have just recently gotten paid. Christian McCaffrey, Pat Mahomes, and Miles Garrett. He's an all-pro player. You can even talk, you're right to some extent about these safeties not getting paid, but he is an exception. You can extend him and his deal would be over before he's 30 years old. That isn't a guy that is aging badly at the moment. He's only played three seasons. I agree. Listen, I think the man deserves to be paid. I think he's shown he deserves to be paid. I think he knows he needs to be paid. Welcoming in our radio audience here. Uh, we'll close it out. 
here on this segment. But there, there's really a lot of look. The fact that they wouldn't comment for this story, I, I, I don't think I can begrudge them that. It's a sort of a hit piece on them specifically, particularly Gase. But it really puts Douglas in a bad light. But it seems that if it seems specifically that there were cash flow issues with the Jets that were going to be in place pre-pandemic, pre-before all this went down, and it puts them in a situation where Adams does feel lied to. It's a really interesting article by uh, Meta of the Daily News. So I, I don't know what else to say, George. This is a tough spot. I, I feel like they may have to trade him. Well, that's what he wants, right? He's trying to put them in that spot where they have no choice. Yeah, we're going to come back. We'll wrap that up and talk about the Houston Texans. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome back. Get on the grid and do so on social media. On Twitter, at SportsGrid. On Instagram, at SportsGridTV. Hate mail, as always, goes to at George Kurtz on Twitter. Uh, niceties go to me, at Mike Blewett. Uh, so please uh, follow and comment and, uh, you know, tell George what you think. Really give it to him. Like, really tell him what's up, what you're thinking. And uh, he'll pass it along to me as necessary. So uh, we're, doing, we're doing our last three-team uh, previews today. We're going to continue to preview these teams, but we've gone through it's our third round of going through these teams, talking through some of the issues. Some things haven't changed for teams. Others' perspective has changed a little bit. You know, if you watched our most recent episode on uh, Saturday morning, George and I were talking talking ourselves into the Detroit Lions. Doesn't make that much sense, but as you start talking about it, it makes a little bit more sense. They've had a whole bunch of guys come over, brand new players that they've paid, Matt Stafford coming back, weak division. You know, I could I talk myself into it. It's six to one to win the division. It's not terrible. Uh, but the Texans uh, team, I don't know if we can talk ourselves 
in or out of. Uh, it's an odd team, George, in with this respect. They've won a bunch of division titles under Bill O'Brien. And people still think he's terrible, and they still think the team stinks. It doesn't. They have a bunch of really good players on the team. However, they appear to have lost some ground to the Tennessee Titans, possibly, and to the Colts, definitely, in my opinion. Uh, they've obviously lost an explosive playmaker in DeAndre Hopkins. They're on the verge of potentially extending Deshaun Watson, which would be another log on the fire for Jamal Adams' camp if yet another player gets an extension. But uh, that appears to be coming close. And they have a whole bunch of wide receivers that are sort of injury-prone guys, but big potential there. I, I actually do think this passing attack could be something interesting this year. Yeah, let's see. We all get on Bob, right? Bill O'Brien, we all love to uh, get on him. And listen, a lot of it is rightfully deserved. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, we're not going to rehash the DeAndre Hopkins trade, but that was a curious move to say the least, especially when the next day Stefan Diggs goes for more. So that's our issue there. They do manage to win. They may not go far in the playoffs, but they do win and get in. Uh, do I think they're that kind of team this year? No. Uh, mainly because of what you said. I think Tennessee, assuming Ryan Tannehill is that quarterback that they believe – has passed them. I certainly think Indianapolis has passed them. You know, even though I have worries about Philip Rivers as well, but I think overall as a team, the Colts are good. So I think they have problems in their division. I mean, the first thing when I think of the Texans here, we're going to find out about them real quick. Once again, as you like to say on all these shows, we're going to assume week one's going to happen week one. You know, mm -hmm. uh, September, whatever it is, 11th, 14th. Uh, that's going to happen September 10th. There you go. We're going to find out about the Texans real quick. They open at Kansas City, Baltimore, at Pittsburgh, Minnesota. It's the hardest month of every of any team that we've previewed. Four playoff teams from last year, right? I mean, we're going to find out about them. If they can go two and two, I'm a believer. They'll be okay. But if they go one and three, oh and four, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Unless, I don't think there's any way they beat Kansas City. I'm not so sure they can beat Baltimore next week, even with the extra time. You know, then you got to go at Pittsburgh. That's no fun. We all know how good Pittsburgh was last year, or how good they would have been if they just had a quarterback last year. And then I, I don't think Minnesota's a great team at all. We've discussed that yesterday, right? Now, Minnesota, I think, is an average football team. But still, they're probably just as good as you are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agreed. They have a good defense. And you still, as much as they've taken steps to address the offensive line issues, I don't think either of us would consider their offensive line completely fixed, right? They have Laramie Tunsil. They gave him a huge deal. Uh, they have uh, Nick Martin there at center. Titus Howard was the first-round pick from last year. Didn't play the full season. Some questions of whether or not he made a good uh, – he can make a, a good transition to the NFL, but he's their right tackle now. So the bottom line is they addressed what was the most significant hole on the team over the last two seasons. But – Plenty of talent on defense. Still J.J. Watt there, even though a year older. A lot of injuries have piled on. Uh, Whitney Merciless. We have, um, as far as their draft picks were concerned, they had very little, George. They traded a lot of draft picks away. Uh, they have some that they will return next year in part due to the DeAndre Hopkins trade. But uh, they really came away from the draft. They got Ross Blacklock as a defensive tackle in the second round. They had, I think, they picked the least amount of players in the entire NFL draft. There's only four or five additions to the team via the draft. They didn't make big splashes in free agency. You mentioned the Andre Hopkins thing. I, I don't know why I'm getting the vibe, and I, I've continued to think this all offseason, that 
this is the year that they're just going to unleash Deshaun Watson in a way that they haven't before. It's not to say he isn't super talented. We've all seen it. If you're a fantasy player out there, he's a top five QB this year in uh, most drafts. It's just how he's being approached, right? Super talented player. I just wonder if, because they are a year older on defense, you know, their defensive backfield is that great, even though they have some talent up and down the, uh, the depth chart. I wonder if they're going to give up more points this year. It's going to put them in a position where they're not going to run ball control offense with David Johnson, and he's got to try to light it up. It's why I like Will Fuller in fantasy leagues. I think Brandon Cooks is interesting, too. When you look at those receivers, Mike, Fuller, Cooks, Cobb, Stills, I mean, most it's talented. NFL, right, it's a talented group. One, most NFL teams wouldn't mind having one or two of these guys as part of your receiving group. Their the depth chart is really deep, but right. you're going to say the butt, the big butt. The big butt is, as you already stated, I mean, you can play an over-under how many games each one of these guys is going to play. They all have injury histories. Yes, they're good when they're there, but will they all beat? How, how many games will all four of them play together? And that's another question you could ask there. That'll be, I think you're right about the Sean Watson, first of all. I think in order for Houston to be successful this season, Watson's going to have, have to have his best season ever. He's going to have to do some things that maybe he hasn't, hasn't had to do before. We saw some magic from him last year. That offensive line... I thought it was average at best. He had a, he was under pressure constantly. He was dancing around. He was making plays uh, all over the place. But he doesn't have that Hopkins guy anymore. You know, now he needs one of these other guys to truly step up. And I don't know who that guy's going to be. Cooks is really more of a deep threat. Cobb's your slot guy. Stills isn't really another deep threat. Can Fuller be that guy? Maybe. But I don't think he can. And certainly not consistently there. So Nobody guess- has that skill set, right? I mean, DeAndre Hopkins... Even if he lacks some explosiveness that some of the other high-end wide receivers have, his ability to catch the ball in traffic, be a reliable possession receiver, is sort of unmatched amongst some of the other guys. Yeah. Hopkins Hopkins is not a burner. He reminds me of Michael Irvin, though. He'll contest every ball. He'll he'll win most of those battles. You can trust him to go get it. And I think that's something they're going to miss there. Now, I know you and I differ on David Johnson a little bit. I think Johnson's going to be solid. There, I think he'll do some damage, but he's not. I have him on a, I have him on a fantasy team, so I need him to do something. I, I think the offense could score a whole bunch of points. I, I do think you're right. I, I think this has to be, no doubt, no exceptions, Deshaun Watson, vertical passing game, that's how we're going to win. Whatever factor David Johnson plays in that, so be it. And it could be a whole bunch of touchdowns just by way of getting the ball up and down the field. But if Bill O'Brien doesn't gear everything towards this guy throwing the ball more than he's ever thrown it before, I think you're totally wasting all of this talent and a, and a, and a surprisingly deep wide receiver room, which they'll need because at least one of these guys will get hurt. Agreed. And I think they better hope that J.J. Watt is J.J. Watt. They need him to be that player where he's you know, a game record. From, I, don't, I don't think he can ever be that guy again. But they need so him to be 85% of that would be Pretty nice. Good. Yeah, you'll, you'll take that, but uh, they need him to be that game wrecker again. They yeah. truly do, and I don't know if that's coming. I just don't know if that's coming. So I think that's a problem for them as well, where their defense is solid but not great, right? I mean, I think that's the issue there. I, I agree with you about the offense. I think they are, Houston can't do what Seattle does, where they sort of rope in Russell Wilson. They need to let Watson go and be Deshaun Watson and do what he has to do to win football games. Yeah, it's it's become a team, and Bill O'Brien's criticism as the GM of this team, 
I think, unfortunately, it seems like he's just kind of chasing his tail to catch up on the previous transactions that have been made or not made properly. So you effectively didn't really do much to this team that barely scraped by the Bills last year in a home game. A bunch of luck happened in that game, whatever, you got the W. And then, despite having a huge lead against the Chiefs, you had virtually no chance to win that game, which seems impossible to say. But even when they were winning by three touchdowns, you're like, that's eh, probably just a matter of time. And it happened. The Chiefs annihilated them from that point on. So we'll talk about their divisional compadres next. The Indianapolis Colts right here on the grid. It's FFC. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're watching SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Back on the grid, Mike and George uh, talking to you about the Indianapolis Colts, welcoming in our radio audience uh, for this segment. Thank you for joining us. But uh, we to wrap up the Texans, George, one thing I, for, I failed to do, bad radio hosting, was rip off their odds. I mean, we are a gambling uh, sports wagering network, so I probably should have done that on the Texans. I'll just do it quickly now. To win the AFC South, they're 3-1, to one, plus 300 behind the Titans and Colts. Uh, to win the AFC Championship, that is plus 2,400. Uh, to win the Super Bowl, plus 4,600. That's long odds. Uh, the win total is 7.5, under minus 120. So people are shading the under on that. And to make the playoffs, plus 144, no, minus 178. I think if you're... I think if you're bullish on the Titans and you want to back Deshaun Watson, that's not a terrible team to bet on, right? To be the seventh seed in the playoffs. You, you could do a double dip, too, because if they're going to make the playoffs, they're going to have to be over seven and a half. That, that's probably more the bet to make, right? 
they could miss the playoffs and still be over seven and a half. You're and probably you're, and positive money. You're probably on the right track there. But once again, you, you do the math here. The Colts come into play in this as well. Who we're going to talk about next? Mm-hmm. We like to give a division to Kansas City, Baltimore, and let's just say Buffalo for giggles here. I'm going to say Indianapolis wins the uh, South. So I leave three playoff teams. New England's going to be there. Pittsburgh's going to be there. Tennessee's going to be there. I think Cleveland's going to be in the mix here. Where does Houston fit in here? they got to beat out three of these teams then. Uh, I don't know. We, we talk about their schedule, their first four games. I think they're going one and three. I do. I think they and got they won their division there. last year. I don't yeah. know. They did. Yep. And, they, and they, they always manage. They always play well against uh, their division opponents, spe- specifically Tennessee. Right? Yep. So things go well there. But I don't know. I, don't, I just don't think this is going to be their year. But I think that over on the seven and a half is right about on the line. I think they're either going to win seven or they're going to win eight. Yeah. It's close. I'm, I, I, no I, I want to say, I say no if, if no. you're interested in the no. Texans, I think you go with the over seven and a half uh, to make the playoffs. You get a little, you know, a little bit of juice there. You get a little juice on your side plus 144, but I don't know. I'm with George. I, I don't think it's there. But it, you, it, as you talk through these, you do correlation and try to say, well, what could happen? Deshaun Watson could take over and push them to an extra couple of wins that they might not have otherwise had. Got but uh, in any event, uh, Colts. So we've talked about it here for a couple of months at least. The Colts are my favorite bet on the board for the over. Uh, they have a total of eight and a half. They... Uh, that's over. The over is minus 160. So you're actually paying a lot of juice on it now, but it's because the schedule lines up so well for them. I do think they're going to win the division. All of this falls apart uh, if Brian Rakowski, our producer's favorite quarterback, Phil Rivers, does not play up to the standards that Brian Rakowski has set. So uh, that's really the big question. We talk about three big questions. Phil Rivers, yay or nay? I mean... It's funny, during the break, you were more of a yay because, oh, he's in a better situation. Brian was more of a nay because he thinks his arm is going to fall off at any moment. Uh, I mean, when he has that shot put motion that he likes to throw the football in, it's, gross. it's always been strange. It, it, it's it's always been strange. I mean, right? I mean, looking at it, it, it looks painful. It looks like he's, the ball weighs like 25 pounds when he has to throw it each time. It's just weird. Now, to, to your point, he's playing indoors for eight games. So he doesn't have to worry about the weather. The Indianapolis Colts offensive line is one of the better in the league. He's not going to feel the pressure that he did when playing for the Los Angeles Chargers. How about this, though, George? He also plays in De- at Detroit and at Houston. That's 10. Jacksonville in January. Not not terrible. Not it can not be bad. cold. It can be cold there, but not terrible. I'm just saying we're building a case. He's you got Vegas, Vegas in December. It, at one at four o'clock in the afternoon. At one o'clock in the afternoon, it the shouldn't be that too, cold. Right? Isn't that a dome there? The, the no. Death Star. No. Vegas isn't a dome. No, I don't believe so. Oh God, I will never want to play in Vegas in September. Maybe I'm wrong. I I saw it. You were there too. It didn't look like a dome to me. It's a dome. It is a dome. All right, Brian said it's a don't dome. Don't tell me the Death Star is not a dome. I'm sorry, I messed up. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. It has to be. Okay. Or else you're gonna you're gonna melt. It would be too hot. You're right. But That's anyway, so- um. Now, you brought up during the uh, the break, and I kind of – I'm with you here, that I think he was trying to do too much last year, trying to be the Philip Rivers of, of his youth and throwing the ball down the field here. He, doesn't, he won't need to do that. Indianapolis is a good overall team, right? I mean, 
I'm not going to say they have the defense of the Buffalo Bills or the Ravens. No, but it's a good, solid defense, good, solid offensive line. They have 18 running backs, a good stable of uh, a wide receiver to throw to. This is a good overall team. Rivers shouldn't feel the need to have to be. He doesn't have to do what Deshaun Watson's going to have to do. Mm. He almost has to be a game manager. Just don't screw it up, and they'll win uh, win games here. I like the Colts a bunch this year, but that being said, I like them really all across the board, except they're not going to beat Baltimore, and they're not going to beat the Chiefs. Okay, so it, it – it's obvious. It's obvious that the the favorites uh, from the AFC are Kansas City and Baltimore for a variety of reasons, not the least of which are their superstar quarterbacks. But if you're trying to build a case for somebody else in the AFC to win it, say, I don't know, Chiefs have a bad game, Pat Mahomes gets bumped off, and they're out, or maybe you have to bump Pat Mahomes off in Kansas City in January. Would you rather bet on the Colts to go to the Super Bowl or the Steelers to go to the Super Bowl? Because they have identical odds of uh, plus 2,400. They're the two AFC teams that we, I think, can craft a narrative around them making it, even though we admit on the surface Baltimore and Kansas City might be a little bit better. Yeah, I think the problem for any team, and you're, you're sort of hinting at this, when you actually you weren't hitting, you pretty much said it. If Kansas City plays their best game, they win. So you right. need Mahomes and them to be off. Somehow, just to what degree do you need to be off? Saints it, it, have been off. Saints were the best team, we thought, it, twice uh, in a row. Happen. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh doesn't get enough credit for last year because all we think of is they were eight and eight and they were ugly on offense. Well, that's unlikely to happen this year. They have uh, been back. We think he'll be, uh, I don't know if he'll be old Roethlisberger, but we think he'll be able to throw the football. Lord knows no one in the, uh, behind Senate could throw the football last year, so they'll have that back. They'll have an offense. I, I actually worry more about the defense taking a step back. On Pittsburgh, I just wonder yeah. if they won't have that same mentality because Ben's back, that sort of thing. So I think Pittsburgh would have a shot, absolutely, if they're up to par. Uh, I think Buffalo would have a shot, only because that defense can be lights out and really control the game here, at least not let up 40 to Kansas City, where they can keep him into the 20s. And if Josh Allen can have a, a game that day and not do silly things, they could be a threat. How about New England? You know, I think they're a little... Uh, I mean, we don't know what Cam Newton's going to bring, but if he's having a game that day and going bananas and running the up and down the field because he can again, they could be a threat. They're I actually say, the next, the third shortest odds of the AFC. I might have skipped over them, but they're plus 1,700. Then Colts Steelers are plus 2,400. You mentioned the Bills at plus 3,200. This is all to win the Super Bowl. If I if I switched it over to the conference winners, it's Chiefs, Ravens, uh, Pats, Colts, Steelers, Bills, all in a row. Those are the top six teams. I said... The thing is, though, the key is here is each one of these teams needs things to go their way. Like I said, Colts play their best game. Chiefs play their best game. Chiefs win by 21. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's just scary when you think about it. Uh, so they need the other Chiefs not to play their best game. For Mahomes to be off that day, or maybe on the defense just to be a complete sieve, which is possible. Like I said, all these other teams that we talked about, Steelers, Colts, Bills, I don't know if I put the Pats here, but the, the other three teams, they're all better overall teams than the Chiefs. And what I mean by that is, they all have a good defense, good special teams, good offense. Just that no one has Pat Mahomes and what the offense can do, where that team is geared to score, four, to score 40. We're going to score 35 points, score more than us to beat us. That's yeah. what that team wants to do, and that's why it's tough for these other teams to do it. Buffalo, I think, would have the maybe the best shot because I think that defense can keep them to 24. You know, I said, if Josh Allen can have a day that day, 
be running. Use his athleticism. I think you'll probably need that from a quarterback. Athleticism. I know Lamar Jackson. We're not talking about the Baltimore Ravens. We already know they're a good team. We're talking about other teams here. The bad think- news for the league is that the not Pat Mahomes played terrible for him in the Super Bowl for three quarters, and they won. Against the great defense. Right. Right. They won by 11 points. That That's a problem. He played terrible for three quarters. They won by 11 points, and the defense but he played against was doing a great well. job. I said, he, Jimmy G played worse than Mahomes. That's, that, that's the problem there. These other teams we're talking about, whether it be Josh Allen, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Phillip Rivers, can't play like that. If they play like that, you're done. Your quarterback probably needs to have a damn – I'm not going to say the best game of his career. That's probably crazy. But a damn good game to beat Mahomes. Yeah. So as far as the Colts' odds are concerned, to win the AFC South, they are favored. But they're still at plus 135. I think it is my favorite bet for them. Despite me saying it's the easiest over on the board, you are paying minus 160, which I think is the most heavily juiced bet uh, on the entire board right now on FanDuel. I could be wrong if I was looking at a Jacksonville or a Cincinnati total. Cincinnati, no. Jacksonville, close. Uh, no, that is the worst, actually. The Jacksonville under is minus 175. Uh, that's under five. So I think that's the most heavily juiced bet. But the Colts are close there with the over. It's because the schedule just lines up well. They're at Jacksonville to start. Minnesota, the Jets, Chicago, Cleveland, Cincinnati, bye week. Detroit, then Baltimore, Tennessee, Green Bay, Tennessee. That's the tougher part of their schedule. Close out Houston, Vegas, Houston, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. There's a lot of W's on there. Uh, it doesn't mean I think they're going 14 and two, but if the Colts went 11 and five, 12 and four, it would not surprise me. I think it's an easy over for that reason. Um, if you're getting frisky and you think, you know what, they are going to challenge. I think you you take a look at to win the AFC Championship. You don't know who they're going to play in the Super Bowl, but hell, if you're going to go all in, go all in, go all in. But I think right now to win the South at plus 135, I'd take that. Oh, I agree with you completely. I think things have to go really wrong for this team not to win nine games. I it's mean, everything has falling to go. apart, dude. That that's the issue. That's and that's a where I think that's why we have an eight and a half over under because of Philip Rivers. You know, but I think they're going. He's going to be more of a game manager this year. They're going to reel him in, tell him not to make the mistakes. I think overall this team's really good, and I think they're going to get off to an incredible start, Mike. Where they're going to get on that roll that we let two football teams do. They play nobody really in the first six weeks. That's really a true threat. They might lose one or two, yeah. but they're going five and two in the first seven. Keep in mind they added DeForest Buckner on defense and sacrificed their first round pick for that. I'm telling you, if the if the over was nine and a half for the Colts, I would definitely take the over. I feel that confident, and we'll come back. We're going to talk about the Baltimore Ravens, who we hinted at throughout this first hour. We're next on FFC right here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. 
one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Back on the grid talking about the Baltimore Ravens. Our final team preview for now, at least. Uh, And we're going to spend a little bit of time on this because... Just as we were reviewing this before we came on, George, you said as we were going through the numbers, you and I both said, wow, 11 and a half win total. Let's take a look at that schedule. Now, this team uh, boasts the reigning MVP. They obviously had a devastating loss in the playoffs to the Tennessee Titans, but they ripped off 14 wins and even beat the Steelers with Robert Griffin in week 17 when they didn't have anything to play for. And the Steelers had everything to play for. So cherry on top, they bumped the Steelers out of the playoffs to boot. But the 11.5 win total always makes you pause and say, I don't really always feel comfortable predicting that teams are going to um, win 12 or more games or or lose 12 or more games, right? So when you're trying to get into the totals to say a team is going to win four or less games or win 12 or more, that starts to get to a point where like, eh, even great, historically great football teams go 12 and four and just rip off a bunch of wins in the playoffs. And people are like, hey, remember that? Like the 2000 Ravens, I, I don't know what their record was, uh, but I'd imagine there are teams throughout history that went 12 and four, kicked everybody's tail in the playoffs and we considered them great. My point in saying all of this in a circular manner is to say it doesn't mean you have to win 14 games to be a great team, George. No, of course, a 12 and 4 used to be a great season. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, 12 and 4 won you the division, 11 and 5 got you the first wild card, 10 and 6 got you the second wild card. Seems like what, what always happened uh, every year here. I just think that 11 and a half, A, you look at their schedule, their division's not, not easy. I know they got Cincinnati, but Cleveland beat them once last year. Could easily do it again this year. Pittsburgh and Baltimore have one of the better rivalries in the sport. That's not a shock if it's a split. I can see two losses right there. They do play Kansas City on Monday night. It is The Steelers in, had them beat, too, early yeah. in the season. Juju Twice. fumbled in overtime. He did. Uh, they do play Kansas City. They play Philadelphia. They play Indianapolis, New England, Tennessee, Dallas. I can easily see five losses here. You yeah. know, and, and they'll still be a damn good team, but their schedule is tougher. One thing I don't like to see is, man, their last three games of the season, you know, if you need them to get that one more loss, you know, their last three games are Jacksonville, Giants, Cincinnati. Boy, that would be rough to, to, if I'm praying for one more loss to get my uh, get my under there. They caught a huge break. They caught a huge break with the back half, with the back part of the schedule here, because even though they have Dallas, it's a Thursday night game in their building. So they get Dallas on a short week and they, no, they don't, don't have to. What? No, they don't. Why? What's the week before? Oh, 
They got two Thursday nighters. And, oh, they're playing on Thanksgiving. Correct. They, that, they always do that uh, for Dallas. They That's give them two right. Thursdays in a row. I don't know what, right. theory, what the purpose of that is, but Dallas always plays back-to-back Thursdays. You're right. You're right. Uh, so the Ravens get the same deal here. So they both play Thanksgiving, then they play each other the next week. So it's not a short week. I guess throw that out the window. But nonetheless, at least it is a home game against Dallas, as you said, at Cleveland, and then the Jacksonville, New York uh, Giants and Cincinnati close. Pretty good. Not not a not a difficult schedule down the stretch there. And you're right. I think that would actually give me pause in betting the under. But anytime a team goes 14 and two, you're unless they're the Patriots, you're expecting some sort of regression. And even the Patriots weren't ripping off 14 uh, win seasons every year. By the way, the 2000 Ravens. I looked it up while you were talking. 12 and four. 12 and four. Then they murdered everybody in the playoffs, and they're an all-time great team. Notably the defense, but nonetheless. Uh, so you're right. There are a bunch of games in here: Chiefs, Philly, Indy, Dallas. I mean, there are teams. They're not going to sweep the Steelers again. Hopefully not. They're not going to sweep the Steelers again. It's unlikely. But that's a lot of games where you're like, I don't know, 50-50 games. I think most of these games, I'd probably give the edge to Baltimore. I wouldn't call it 50-50. It's more probably 60-40. I'd give sure. them that edge there. They're, they're a better team. But okay. I, they're not going to win them all. They're just not going to. Can I get? I do think they'll split with Pittsburgh. I think they might split with Cleveland. They'll go 4-2 in the division. That's two losses. Can I get three more? Do the, can they beat Kansas City on that Monday night? It'll be a game. You know, can they beat Indianapolis at, in Indianapolis? I know this year is weird. No fans, probably no fans, or minimum fans, or cardboard cutouts, or virtual fans, whatever the hell they're going to do uh, these games. But it'll be uh, a different different sort of feeling this year. I, mean, I Listen, I love both. I keep saying they're the number two team for me behind Kansas City. But I could see them going 11-5 and five here. That wouldn't shock me here because the schedule is rough. I mean, they got one little section here. Philadelphia at Philadelphia, home versus Pittsburgh, at Indianapolis, at New England, versus Tennessee, at Pittsburgh, home versus Dallas. That's a lot. My God. That's a lot of tough games. They they have a five games in a row. They're not going to win all seven. They might go, hell, four and three would be good. Maybe they go five and two. And that five and two might be good enough to get you your five losses overall. Yeah. Uh, You're right. You're right. That is a tough stretch. They got the bye week at, at a pretty good time, actually, for them. But it doesn't mean that there's not uh, some tough games in there. How about um, concerns, like uh, as our producer Brian said, uh, unanimous MVP last year, Lamar Jackson. Uh, how about concerns about the league catching up to him? He's obviously a unique player. He's not the exact same skill set as Pat Mahomes. I would I would submit that as tough as it is to catch up to Lamar Jackson for the defenses. I think Pat Mahomes is even tougher because he's doing it almost exclusively with his arm, right? And the way passing offenses are built and the way the NFL is built now, when a guy is just such a superior passer like that, it's going to be tough for teams to ever be able to cover him for a full game week after week after week. Lamar... I don't know. Maybe they find a way to to quell the the rushing ability some. Yeah, you know, speed is always the great equalizer in all sports, man. When mm. you, know, you know, when when you're even, you're leaving is the old saying. And with Lamar, he's definitely uh, leaving if he's even. My my worry with him is always going to be one hit. You know, when is that one hit coming that either hurt, it does hurt him right then, or slows him down? He's not the same player anymore. 
you know, whether it's that season, a couple of weeks, a month, whatever it might be, it's coming eventually. You see it with all these types of running back, uh, these types of quarterbacks. He's a slight guy. He's not a big guy. He's not built like Cam Newton. You know, that kind of body where he can take hits. Even, even with Cam, we, as we've seen, it took years, but eventually those hits took its toll. So that's always going to be my worry with Lamar. I mean, when you look at the roster, your wide receivers are Marquise Brown, Steve That scares nobody. I understand Mark Andrews might be the best uh, tight end outside of Kelsey, uh, you know, Kittle, maybe Ertz, you know, but they're, they're receiving options don't scare you. So, yeah, if I'm a defense, I mean, what do you do? Put the fastest guy you have as a spy? Can't be a linebacker. He'll run right by that guy. Yeah. He was a, uh, a cornerback, a safety, a, a, a wide receiver. I don't know. Someone, I think someone's going to have to come up with something different to stop this guy. He's so fast. You know, it's literally, it's like he's just, and he cuts on a dime. He goes left, stop, going right. You know, that's the issue there. I think the team, the, I don't think there's a way to stop him yet consistently. We yeah. have seen him in the playoffs not play well, right? Back-to-back playoffs now, he's sort of laid an egg. But the regular season doesn't seem to bother him all that much. I don't think the uh, defensive system has been, I don't want to say invented or created, but I don't think no one's thought of the right way to stop him consistently yet. Yeah. Uh, so as far as their rushing attack is concerned, Mark Ingram is still there. Everybody likes to forget about him, but they did draft J.K. Dobbins, who could be either a replacement or a compliment. Uh, Gus Edwards and Justice Hill backing them up. Extremely deep, deep at the running back position, plus Lamar. Obviously, the rushing attack uh, was tops in the league last year, as evidenced by them winning all these games, and they were able to run on teams and really rack up a lot of yards. You did mention the receiving options. Marquise Brown was hurt last year, but he's slight. He's a very explosive, but he's slight, smaller receiver. Sort of the Tyreek Hill mold, although I would never compare anybody to that speed. Uh, but Miles Boykin there, can he take a step forward? They drafted Devin Duvernay. Uh, I think you're right on the Andrews piece. Uh, he's right there, kind of knocking on the door. By the way, we, we've talked about him in the past, too. He's a type 1 diabetic, so he is planning on playing despite being in a high-risk category uh, for COVID. Uh, defensively, they had the dalliance with Michael Brockers. He's back in L.A. They drafted Patrick Queen. I think they got a break there. He fell to them. They also drafted Malik Harrison in the third round, Justin Matabikwe in the third round. So they have some interesting long-term pieces there. As far as their defense is concerned, I think their defensive line took a hit. Um but at linebacker, Matt Juden's still there, Marlon, uh, Marlon Humphrey at corner, uh, and Earl Thomas still there, along with Marcus Peters as well. Uh, I think they have a very talented, at least very talented, front line of the defense. So there aren't a lot of holes on this team. Uh, we're just looking for them to get over the hump in the playoffs, right? I think that's exactly it. And I think that is more on Lamar Jackson than anything else. Back-to-back uh, -back playoffs now, he is not... Played that well. I know his uh, his stats at the end of the game looked great of the uh, the loss last year that eliminated them. But when the game mattered, he didn't play well. Yeah, and that's really what, what matters. They were they were empty stats. Uh, some would say Dak Prescott stats in losses. Oh, uh, they just didn't mean anything at the end of the game. He, the uh, the game was. How dare you throw your own guy under the bus? Uh, that's what I dislike about Prescott. Say it over and over again. A lot of those stats are empty stats. You know, when he played good teams, he what didn't show up until it didn't matter anymore. So uh, back to the Ravens, though. I think the other defense is, I would say, very good, but not great. It's not the 2,000 Ravens, but it's more than acceptable. I mean, the secondary is good. Uh, the secondary might, might take chances. Marcus Peters is a guest guy. 
and he's trying to read the pass coming. If you get, if you do a double move, you might have something there on Marcus Peters. Earl Thomas uh, getting up there a little, uh, little long on the tooth, but still a very good uh, safety. I agree with you about the defensive line. I think it did take some hits. Uh, we'll see how that works out. The uh, linebackers are getting uh, Patrick Queen. We'll see how he uh, comes out here. Overall, what you said is perfect. There's no obvious weakness here. They did add Calais Campbell to the defensive line, by the way. I'm not disrespecting him. It's just they, they had other pieces that they had counted on, and they signed Derek Wolf as like a plan C after they had traded one of their defensive linemen to the Steelers and Michael Brockers went back, back to L.A. So it's not, the, it's not the defensive line they had crafted or they wanted. So, sorry. Go I ahead. think the Ravens, like I said, I think they're, they're still behind with Chiefs, and I think they'll always be behind with Chiefs until Lamar Jackson proves he's ready to play to that level. I think yeah. he has to. Because once again, the Ravens, uh, the defense is not the Buffalo Bills. I think the Bills could be maybe the best defense in the league. The Ravens may be top five, but they're going to give a point to the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I think that. 28, 31 points. So Lamar Jackson has to be able to uh, overcome that. To win the AFC North at minus 200, I don't love it. I think my favorite bet for them is probably to win the AFC Championship at plus 340. They don't have to win the Super Bowl. I just need them to play better and beat the Chiefs, which I think is possible. I think those teams can could be a hangover. Up. Chiefs yeah. could have a hangover. We Absolutely. don't know. Absolutely. You know? And like I said the Ravens, maybe maybe it's just coincidence that Lamar Jackson didn't play well against the Chargers two years ago and the Titans last year. Yeah. Maybe he'll play, you know, hey, just that bad game. This year's gonna have a good game. And he could very well beat the Chiefs. We have seen the Chiefs not play their best in the playoffs either. Right? Yep. Not always. You know, you mentioned they were behind uh, to Houston before uh, that. You know, it's it's funny how you mentioned that. You're absolutely right. You we all knew the Chiefs were coming back in this game. It's a matter of uh, what they were going to win by. They didn't play all that great in the uh, Super Bowl either. So it's Lamar, definitely possible. Lamar MVP is plus 700 for him to run it back. So seven to one. I wanted to make one point. I should have made this earlier, but in a season like this, where we're obviously we might not have any preseason games, and we might be in a situation where. You don't have all these undrafted free agents making the team. It's effectively the same team that hasn't seen each other that much. Four weeks, five weeks, let's go, let's get it started. I think coaches like John Harbaugh, that wins basically all of his preseason games and is extremely well coached, I think are going to have advantages. I think this is a year to be pretty chalky with the teams that were good last year, didn't lose a ton of pieces, and can run it back with a good coaching system. So I do, I do think that teams like Baltimore and New England, which are well-prepared, regardless of the scenario, are at an advantage. I, I really do think that about the Ravens. It's just that 12 is a lot. I doubt, I, I have questions about them going over, but if you pressed me, I would say they probably hit 12. I'm going on Come back to wrap up this hour of FFC right after this on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K LASIK.com 
Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Back on the grid, closing out this edition of Football Full Circle. George, I wanted to go back to my point about the Ravens and these well-prepared teams. And what I think... Look, it may very well translate to, ah, oh, the Ravens are over on the year because they're well-prepared for John Harbaugh. Where I really think that you're going to find value as a better this year, as hard as the NFL season is, is your ability to utilize that knowledge on teams early. Doesn't mean like, well, uh, they're going to be a well-prepared team, so they're going to rip off 12, 13 wins. Where I think it really comes into play is what you saw them do to Miami last year. It was like my favorite bet of the entire NFL season was Baltimore-Miami week one. Miami just traded half the team. John Harbaugh never loses a preseason game, and they were playing each other in week one. I didn't care that it was hot in Miami. I was like, this team's unprepared. This team's prepared. They beat him by six touchdowns. So I think you can look at teams like New England, like Baltimore. Obviously, we'll have to take the spreads into account and just bank on those well-prepared teams to be good early in the season, even if it doesn't work out long-term. Does that make sense? Oh, you know I, you know I agree with you on this. I think there are going to be some very weird games this season, especially early in the season, because no mini camps, you know, no practices. We're praying or hoping everything starts on July 28th, but even that is not going to be normal. There's going to be, what, 10 padded practices, that's it? No preseason games? I think football is going to be Awful. Even if they play in September, it's going to be awful football. They're going to yeah. be some games that are just like this team has no idea what they're doing. They're not ready. They're not. They can't tackle anybody. They can't do this. You know, they they can't complete a handoff, stuff like that. I think it's going to be pretty bad football for the first uh, month of September. So yes, I think any team that had the same coaching staff, same players, pretty much, you know, same amount of snaps returning from last season, is going to be at a significant advantage, especially early going this season. And you might be watching us and saying, well, what are you saying? Bet the chalk? What's uh, what's interesting about that? I'm saying don't be scared of it. Early in the year, I think that these teams uh, that are well-prepared could be get you some easy wins early. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, New England. On uh, the NFC, I like the way Shanahan coaches, Sean Payton, Throw another one out there. There's a couple of other guys. Uh, you know, the Chiefs are just so damn talented. They're just going to beat everybody anyway. But uh, I, I think you should really keep that in mind early in the season. The Ravens beat the Dolphins by six touchdowns last year. And in week one, they weren't even favored by a touchdown. I just think you need to look at that early, particularly this season. Don't be afraid of the favorites early, as you might be in a normal season. Well, that's it for this hour. On behalf of George Kurtz and producer Brian Rakowski, I'm Mike Lewitt. Thanks for watching FFC right here on The Grid. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.